Welcome to the TCU Chi Alpha podcast, where we share sermons, interviews, and other resources that encourage and challenge students as they follow Jesus on campus. How generous have I been in my life? And the Lord slapped some conviction on me. Because growing up, I had an older brother, and we used to fight a lot. So how many of y'all have ever fought with your siblings? Mm -hmm. I feel like if you have a sibling, you fought with them. It's just hand in hand. But um, I have an older brother, and we used to fight all the time. And usually how the conversation would go is I had something that he wanted, and he had something that I wanted. And we would fight. He's not giving me this. She's not sharing. Da-da-da-da-da. And it would usually end up with my mom yelling from the driver's side, share with your brother. And I would have to share with my brother. And I would, like, begrudgingly, like, if I had, like, a bag of snacks, like, pick out the crustiest little tiny, like, the checks and the checks mix that nobody likes. And I'd be like, oh, fine. And I'd give it to my brother. And technically, I did what my mom asked me to do, but I did not do it with a generous heart. And I kind of going through this process, um, kind of started to realize, man, like what other areas of my life am I maybe giving or being generous with my time, the things that I have, whether it's to other people or to God, but really I'm acting like little Lydia picking out the checks that I don't really even want versus giving out of a generous heart. So today, I kind of want to challenge myself and y'all as well, that when we're giving with a generous spirit, it's not as much about the amount that we give as with the attitude in which we're giving. So sometimes in Chi Alpha, we say we care more about who you are than what you do. And I think when it comes to generosity, God is kind of telling us the same thing. Because if we think about it, does the creator of the universe really need my money? Like he made everything. He made the tree that got turned into the money. Um, But what God really wants is not just the physical thing that we're giving him, but what's in our heart and that we have a heart of generosity, that we have an attitude of willingness to give back to God. God wants us to be generous so that we don't develop greed within our hearts and selfishness. Um, God wants us to be generous so that we can experience the joy of giving. Like sometimes it feels good, especially in Christmas. Like you ever give someone a gift and they love it and you're like, ah, yes. Like, ah, it just feels good. Um, And God also wants us to live in the freedom of not being a slave to our stuff. Sometimes it can feel really overwhelming, like, oh, she has that, and he's wearing these shoes, and oh, they have those new AirPods, and it can, I don't know, it can kind of come over you. But when we live with a spirit of generosity, we're not owned by that, um, and we know that we have a God that's going to provide for us, whether we have the newest thing or not, like, we have a God that's going to take care of us. So that's kind of the attitude I want to look at stepping into generosity, kind of talking about our heart posture. And then towards the end, we'll talk um, more about like, okay, what does this actually look like with my money? So 
generosity was really important to Jesus. He talked about it all the time. If you read through the Gospels, he was always bringing money up. And in Luke chapter 21, starting in verse 1, Jesus and his disciples are around the temple. And it says, as Jesus looked up, he saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. He also saw a poor widow put in two very small copper coins. Truly I tell you, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all the others. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she gave out of her poverty and put in all she had to live on. So right here we even see Jesus is really not concerned with the amount. He's concerned that the woman gave sacrificially. She gave all that she had. Um, and we are going to focus on this woman and maybe why she gave the way she did and like how we can be like her. So the very first thing with generosity is you have to have something to give. So the woman, it would be maybe easy for her to say, man, I'm a widow and I'm poor and I don't have anything. But that wasn't true. She had two small copper coins. And maybe for us, you're like, man, I'm a student. Like, I have debt to pay. I really wanted to go on the spring break. I really don't have anything. But I think if we genuinely look at our lives, that's just not true. Um, God has given us so much. So that first step in becoming generous is first being thankful and practicing gratitude. Maybe thinking, man, okay, God, you did give me this. It might not be exactly what I thought I would have or exactly what I want, but it is what I have. And even when we do start working hard for the money that's in our bank account, remembering, well, God did give me the breath to wake up this morning. <laughs> he gave me the ability to get to the job. Maybe if you have a car or someone that was willing to drive you there. There's just so many things that if we genuinely look at our lives, God has given us so much, and we have so much to be thankful for. And that doesn't just have to be money. It could be the time that we have. Praise God that we woke up today and we get 24 hours. And praise God that we're going to wake up tomorrow and have the same. Um, but it could be maybe possessions that you have, things that you have gotten from your family or that you own, maybe a skill that you have. Like Andrew is very good at playing the guitar and singing and leading us in worship. And he's using that gift to give back to God. God designed Andrew or maybe some of y'all that are musically inclined to have that gift before you even knew when you were being formed in your mother's womb and now you can use that gift that was given to you to glorify God. And that's being generous with what we have. And we can live this way all the time with everything we have. It doesn't just have to be money. But the next step is to have an open hand. So the woman knew what she had. She had, okay, I have these two small coins. And there are two reactions to that. She could have been like, okay, two small coins, putting that in my pocket. Sorry, nothing for the temple leaders. But she didn't do that, did she? She had an open hand, and she gave what she had. And I think for us, this is a willingness. So generosity comes from, okay, I'm willing to give God whatever he asks. And that is a really hard thing to say. 
Um, because it's just our nature. We want to have a close hand. We want to say, oh, okay, well, you can have my Monday nights, but I don't know if you can have the money in my bank account. Or, okay, you can have where I choose to go to school. I'll go to a Christian university, but I want to pick what major I want and what career I have. And it, it just gets really quick that we close our hands. And the cool thing about having an open hand with God is it doesn't mean he's going to take things away from us. Like, God is a good God. He wants the willingness in our heart to say, okay, if this is your will, I'll give it to you. He doesn't want to steal things from you because, again, he's the creator of the universe. He doesn't need your stuff. He can make it. Like, (laughs) he can say, poof, there it is. Um, What he wants is the willingness in our hearts that we're not owned by the things we have or the plan we have for our lives, but that he owns us, that he's our king, and that we'll do whatever he wants. And um, this is living free, saying, okay, I'm not owned by my things. I could have a huge mansion and every nice car, all the stuff, or I could have nothing and being content either way because you know that God's going to provide for you, that he's your king and that money's not. And the third thing in this process, so the woman realized she had something to give She held it out with an open hand, with willingness. And then the third thing is she gave. So we don't know exactly why she gave the two coins, but we do know that she gave sacrificially. It wasn't in abundance. It wasn't her extra, her leftovers, like the other wealthy people in the story. And if we start our journey to generosity with the attitude of, I'm really thankful for what I have, and God, I'm willing to give you whatever you ask— then the giving is the fun part. Like we get to glorify God. We get to worship God by saying, hey, I know you're going to provide for me. I know you're going to take care of me. So here's my gift to you. And giving a gift is supposed to be fun. Like you never give someone a gift on Christmas and it's like, man, I spent so much on that gift. Honestly, I hope they don't like it so I can return it. Like, no one gives a gift like that. Like, they give it with joy. And that's how I want us to approach giving and this discipline that, honestly, I think if we can start that now in our lives, it's just going to get easier and easier over time. Like, you don't have to wait till, oh, I have a career and... Now I finally have money to give. Like this woman only had two tiny copper coins. Like we don't have to wait till later on. And I think it's awesome that y'all are already doing that. Like a few weeks ago when we had to raise money for missions, we raised more money than we ever had before ever. Like y'all are already practicing generosity. And this is just honestly, hopefully just a reminder to some of y'all something that God's already been working in your hearts. So it's an easy sermon. I already know y'all generous. (laughs) Um, But there are some principles that we do just want to teach y'all that hopefully maybe stick with you. Hopefully, maybe there's something super random, not even about generosity that the Holy Spirit puts on your heart tonight. Like, let that sink in. But um, we talked about 
um, everything we have and being open to God with everything. But generosity is also about money. So with our money, the church has this thing called a tithe. Y'all have probably heard of it before. But um, in Jewish culture, God instructed the people to give 10% of what they had back to the Jewish leaders and the priests so that they could have church and do what they needed to do to serve the people. And God could have just provided for the Jewish leaders or like given them the money. Again, this is the creator of the universe. It could have been like, oh, you need to feed your family, Jewish priest, poof, here's the food. But that's not how God works. God works through us and he gives us an opportunity to be a part of his plan. So he used the generosity of the people to provide for the pastors and the leaders who are ministering to them. And Jesus talks about this in his ministry as well. And that's why we practice it today um, by giving back 10% of what the Lord has given us to the church or maybe a ministry that you're a part of or whatever the Lord puts on your heart to give. And by doing this, it's a way that we're telling God, I trust you. It's a very tangible way. I can see the 10% leaving my bank account and saying, okay, God, I'm going to trust you that if I give you this 10%, all of my bills are going to get paid this month. And I've always paid my bills. So praise God. (laughs) Um, But it really is a way that we can learn to trust in God and we can build a habit because maybe it's small. Maybe your 10% is like a dollar. That's okay. It builds a habit within us of generosity, of giving. And I know we've talked about um, Sabbath before where we give one day back to the Lord. And we say that God can do more in six days than we can do in seven And I believe that this same thing applies to generosity, that God can do more with 90% of our money than we can do with 100% of it. And if we live with everything 100% with an open hand, then I feel like the 10% really isn't that bad. (laughs) But um, it's that spirit of generosity that we're excited to give back to the Lord that has given so much to us. So that's one way that we can give out of obedience with a tithe. Another way we can give is out of obedience when maybe we just feel like the Lord is telling us to. Maybe for some of y'all, when we were raising money for missions, you felt the Holy Spirit tell you, hey, you should give to this. Maybe he said just general, maybe he said a certain number. And when you gave, that was giving out of obedience. That was obeying what the Lord asked you to do and being generous Maybe it's when you're at church and you feel inclined to give money. Maybe it's when you see someone homeless on the street and you feel, man, I should give them something. Sometimes that can be the Lord stirring in our heart and the Holy Spirit asking us to be generous. And I know we talked about like our possessions and things that we have to give earlier, but sometimes we can give the things that we have that aren't financial. Maybe it's when a friend asks you for a ride because they don't have a car. And you're like, man, well, I was really going to do this other thing tonight. But doing that, you're being generous with what you have. Maybe it's like little Lydia and you shared your food with someone. 
or um, your time or your talents, whatever it could be, that's a way that we can love people and evangelize to people, share Jesus with other people, because it's not common that people are just generously giving what they have when they're not following Jesus, when they're not loving the Lord. So when we are acting generously, it makes us look different from the rest of the world. And when you give something to your friend or pay for their Chick-fil-A, just out of the goodness and kindness of your heart, that can start a conversation about Jesus. Man, why did you do that? That was really nice. Oh, well, I was being generous because my God tells us that we should be generous. Like, it doesn't have to be weird, as simple as that. But when we have it everything with an open hand, when God asks us to be generous, it, it shouldn't take like a huge toll on us because it's only some of the 100% that we're already saying, God, you can have this. And the last thing is that when we give, we should give without an expectation. Now, this is kind of double-sided um, because there's a lot of scripture that tells us when we give, we will be blessed. And that's true. So in Proverbs 28, 27, it says, those who give to the poor will lack nothing, but those who close their eyes on them receive many curses. So here it says, when we give to the poor, you're going to lack nothing. There are a lot of other verses that say, um, when you're generous, when you give, you're going to be blessed. You're going to be prosperous. And while that's true, we can never expect God to take care of us the way we want to be taken care of. So what I mean by that is sometimes people think, oh, sweet, I'm going to tithe, give my 10%, and then God will probably put some more money in my bank account. Or I'll be able to get this new car I really want. Or one day I'll have a huge house, et cetera, et cetera. But the way that God gives gifts isn't always the way we think we're going to get them. Because like I said before, it's taking away greed and selfishness from our hearts. It's giving us joy. Maybe it's giving us the opportunity to share Jesus. I would say those all are blessings, but they aren't necessarily monetary blessings. And when we come to God with an expectation of, I'm going to give you this, so you give me something in return, we're not really practicing generosity. We're just buying a product. And that's not how God works. (laughs) He's not a salesman. He doesn't want to exchange. And honestly, even if he was, God would be a terrible salesman because he gives us more than we've paid for. And when we're thinking about, man, I want to be generous, but it's hard for me. Um, I like to think about the gospel and that Jesus paid for something for me, and it was his life. Jesus gave everything so that I could be in relationship with God. He gave everything so that y'all could be in relationship with God. And when I think about my hand and if I want to have it open or closed, It's a lot easier to start opening it when I think about what Jesus has done for me. Because I don't need to expect to have blessings or him to give me stuff because he's already given me everything I could ever need. He's given us eternal life and salvation and just the joy of being in relationship with God. So 
whenever it gets hard for me to sign that monthly tithe or maybe give to someone and I don't know where the money's going to go to, I just think about Jesus and how he gave for me uh, while we were yet sinners, while I didn't even want anything to do with Jesus, and he gave his life for me. So I think if we can step into a mind space of gratitude, of thanking God for what we have, and thanking him for the sacrifice that he's given for us, it can be so, so much easier to practice generosity. Thank you for listening today. We'd love to connect with you beyond this podcast. If you want more information about TCU Chi Alpha, visit tcuxa.com. God bless and go Frogs.